um, that's tough sometimes when there's an expectation on me to show up. You, you mean, know, I mean I can be demanding? There are <laughs> and, some times, babe. You and know, I can and say like, and I can say, Oh, you need to drop everything. I need you to do this for me right now. <laughs> hey guys, it's Mindy Linscombe here, your host to the Something New Show, where we like to learn how to live a life worth celebrating. And today, I have a special guest. This is my very own husband of almost 20 years. This is Jordan Linscombe. Hello. Hey, babe. Great to hey. be with you. Thank you. Normally, he's behind camera and helping us with editing, but today, I asked him to come in front of the camera, and we thought we'd be cute and wear a matching Something New Resources hoodie. So, I know it's a little cheesy, but... Um, we're excited about this company that we started together, Something New Resources, and it's a lot of things. It's our um, show, it's our coaching business, a foundation that we give back to. It's a lot of different things in the resource realm. So I thought it would be interesting because I get asked a lot, and I see you get asked a lot, mm -hmm. um, what is it like being married to um, such a strong leader in a female, in a wife, where a lot of times I think in our society we have CEOs and all this stuff is the husband and then the, the wife is really supporting the husband. And we have kind of the reverse scenario where we will own our companies together. However, I'm definitely the more visionary, um, a little bit louder, stronger, sometimes a leader here. So what is it like being married to me, babe? <laughs> and not just that, but you know, in this, in this reversal and maybe what society would say is a traditional setup. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's an adventure for sure. Every day, every week, um, be sure to check out the team episode where, you know, our management team was here and talking about, there's always a new idea and vision or things that we're doing in our company, but in a marriage context, um, we've always looked at it as it's not 50, 50 for us. It's a hundred, a hundred. And that's a fundamental idea of how we look to co-lead our family, lean into life together. But I think with that, it's a, just a recognition of God's given you an amazing strength of vision, ideas, immediate implementation, which not <laughs> many people do. Um, but on the other hand, he's given me gifts of operations, attention to detail. Um, and we're just so thankful because those complement each other extremely well. And so, you know, in our earlier years, I think we, we wrestled through some of that. Like, what does this look like? Um, how do we balance identity, perspective, things of ourselves in marriage. Um, but we've gotten in a really great flow where I think we feel confident in who God made us to be, um, the way we can both help lead our companies, um, lead our family. Um, so it's different, but I love it. And the, the more you win, the more we win is how I look at it, you know, in our marriage and our companies, et cetera. Did you ever deal with like, you know, the struggle of, oh, the focus is definitely a little bit more hers than mine. And, and do you feel now settled with that or where did that, when, when did it change? Yeah, I think last, you know, six to eight years, it's gotten to a, to an even better, stronger place. There's still moments, you know, we just, we're just right off an incredible weekend. We had a full blown fashion show, 15 year anniversary event for our company. Um, you saw that entire thing in your mind, 120 days out, 365 days out of what we needed to have happen for that event. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, I, straight up, honestly, there's even moments in, in all of that where I have to remind myself like, okay, what is each of our part to pull off this amazing end 
product, this end goal experience um, to serve our customers well, to serve our team well, um, to include our family in the middle of all of that. And so, there, yeah, there's moments where it's like, okay, um, how do I bring my strengths and, and bring my best to this? And at the same time, um, be mindful of those beautiful kind of public celebration moments we have together. And then there's other moments where it's very behind the scenes. Yeah, I was going to say, does it ever... When you look back at the early days, did it ever mess with your ego at all? Like, I mean, I just want to be totally honest because I felt like we did have tension with that, even though, you know, in the wedding industry specifically, it is maybe more female driven. So the work we were doing was more female driven. But even if it wasn't wedding industry related, because now we have several companies together, but just with me more being the leader of maybe the ideas and the strategy, and you are more, like you said, operations and administratively gifted, was there ever like an ego conflict? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now there's there's feelings and moments of like, should I be doing more? Should I be doing something different? Um, what does this look like for the long haul? Um, but I think we've we've recognized that God gave us really complimentary gifts, really complimentary um, you know moments where I'm where I'm feeling really clear and energized, and maybe you're in a in a moment where you feel down or frustrated, uh, and vice versa. We've seen that for nearly 20 years now. Um, so yeah, there, there, there's ups and downs for sure, but I think we've learned to see like, what's the sustainable long picture of all of that in our, in our marriage and our work and our owning a company together. And what would you tell husbands that have a strong leader wife? Um, how can they come alongside and support them like you for me, but then also how can we strong opinionated women support maybe the more behind the scenes person that doesn't get as much credibility, even though they worked just as hard. Yeah. I'll say it again. It's that fundamental concept that your marriage is a hundred to hundred, not 50, 50. And you're all in, um, using your identified strengths. So if you don't know those, if you don't know what your clear strengths are, what you bring to the table for your family, for your company, like you got to figure that out early Yeah. or ASAP. But recognize those. And then, I mean, I am married to a kick-butt entrepreneur. And there's no stopping that. And so I made up my mind, my mind early on. We're just going to celebrate that. We're going to support that and stimulate that. And so in my head, again, it's when you win, we win, the company wins, our family wins. Um, and so for some, they may be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not achieving this or doing that or out in the forefront. But I've looked at it differently of just saying, I'm fully confident in the skills, the beautiful things that God has given me to do. I wear a lot of different hats and uh, work with our different companies and other elements beyond here. Um, but it's just having that, I think, clarity and confidence of um, celebrating, supporting, um, because we both went together. Another part I'd say for the really strong uh, wives, leaders, company leaders, um, just recognize the moments when your spouse or your husband might need some time and space. Maybe they recharge. What's life-giving for you may not be the same that's life-giving for them. Um, be respectful of when they need time, they need space, they need other things that are like their happy place that help them recharge to do their part You know, within your company, within your partnership. Well, and something I think uh, we've had tension around is me not making sure I do identify, whether that's publicly or even privately, in our room at night saying thank you for all the things that you did today to participate or to make that thing come to fruition. So it could be a public 
thank you and acknowledgement in front of my team. Like, Hey guys, just so y'all know, Jordan did X, Y, and Z to make this happen. Mm -hmm. I'm publicly acknowledging you. And then also, like I said, privately as well saying, thank you for the time that you spent, or I know you had to do the extra mile. Cause I think we can be forgetful of what goes on behind the scene to make our dreams become a reality. And so it's important to express gratitude in those ways. Mm -hmm. Are you thinking of times? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it always means a lot. Yeah, and when it's not there, you know, your bucket gets empty. Um, but yeah, just one-on-one -on -one, in front of a group, it always means a lot to me. For people who say, oh, words of affirmation aren't really my thing. I still think everybody appreciates that in some form or another to some level. Yeah. So um, can you think of a story or a time when, you know, it didn't go so well for us, but what we learned from it? I'm, I'm not thinking of anything in particular. I'm just saying uh, um, maybe a hurdle in our marriage working relationship where you're like, I remember that experience was really tough and this is how we came around and through it and how we're much better today. Yeah. You know, the first example that comes to mind is I, I've got a schedule of things I'm doing, um, beyond our companies and other elements too. And then there's sometimes where there's just conflict and overlap. And so, um, that's tough sometimes when there's an expectation on me to show up, you, you mean know, I, mean, I can be demanding? There are <laughs> and, some times, babe. You and know, I can like, say, and I can say, oh, you need to drop everything. I need you to do this for me right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a big responsibility person. Love to do stuff well with excellence. We're really big with our children and our family. Like we don't expect perfection of ourselves, of our family, of our team, but we do expect excellence or to push ourselves to continually to be our best. Um, so I feel that on the inside of, you know, if I'm touching something, I want to do it well or well enough. And so that those moments where you want something 110% from me, um, but there's already, you know, the day was booked out or scheduled out. That's where it, yeah, it causes some tension. It gets stressful. gets hard, um, you know, to manage that day to day sometimes. Yeah. And then, um, and then you're so nice about it all. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Give me some examples. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you've been really accommodating <laughs> for, um, like, like you said, my team and you, I'm constantly coming up with ideas and saying, Oh, we should do this right now today. I want to try it. And then I have to kind of rein myself in and remember that that might not necessarily be the priority priority at the moment with all that everyone has going on. So I appreciate that. But yeah, you bet. Um, I was gonna say, what would you say to someone maybe, um, in a marriage situation, but they are business owners and wife is the forefront leader of the company. What would you say? Hey, here are my top three tips for the husbands and team around her. Yeah. I'd say find the things and identify what really helps give her life, give her energy and be supportive of those. Um, I really try to proactively help, you know, practically making breakfast. It's not always the thing you think about or <laughs> how you're going to fuel your engine throughout the day. So it might be simple things like that of just setting up systems, processes, an assistant or someone to make sure they're partnered well with you. So you have great energy, you're sustained, um, helping her throughout that work day or that go moment. Um, that's one element. On the other side, it's um, what is the kind of rest, the time and space, the decompression, the margin that that strong leader needs once they're off um, you know and it, it's difficult for entrepreneurs right it's like okay when am I ever off the clock but setting those finish lines is something I've really been thinking about a lot, a lot lately at the end of the day at the end of the week end of the month even into the year you know into the holiday season um, or whatever works for that that family schedule 
um, and honoring those and creating an atmosphere to protect um, that lady's you know, time and space to recharge. That's, that's another element there. Um, and I think just, you know, the words that are said, you know, people say all kind of stuff or have their own opinion. Um, recently I heard a friend say, you know, everybody's going to give you their two cents, but at the end of the day, it's worth two cents. Um, but like, what is the truth about you as a couple? What's the truth about you as, uh, you know, in some cases, co-leaders or partners in a business? And then you stick to that. You remind yourselves, you remind your family, you remind your team, uh, and don't let these little chirpy things, you know, come in and, and, and really dilute the truth about you and the power you have in working together, serving together. Mm-hmm. Um, you you got to really look at it. The, the fundamental perspective is that you're serving each other towards a bigger goal than each, each of you and yourselves. Yeah, and something you've helped me with lately, I really appreciate. Um, I'm wor- working on some curriculum, and I've had to do some really blocked out intensive writing. And it's not happening at home <laughs> with our four kids, or is it happening here in our company because there's a lot of distractions. So I've really appreciated you saying, hey, I know you need that time. Let's find some time on the calendar. And I've even like booked at a hotel so I can l- write for 48 hours straight for go in the morning of one morning, stay that whole day, right? And write the next day. And that has super helped me to just get away in my zone to make sure I can be as productive as I need to be. Mm-hmm. And then I think another thing we do that helps us is we really talk calendar. And I know not everybody likes to talk calendar, but we talk it at the beginning of the year before we make a plan for the year, put our big stuff in. We intentionally plan rest, like you're saying, right after a big event. So that's important. Um, And then weekly, we have a little board meeting that Mm -hmm. we talk about. On Sunday nights, um, we pull out our calendar, which I'm still a paper calendar person, Mm -hmm. and he's got his laptop open. And we look at the week and we decide, hey, when does it matter that we, you know, who's going to pick up the kids, who's making a meal on this day, um, when am I going to get this one project done? Even down to when are we working out? Because we're both trying to be very physically healthy. So we're, we're trying to plug those days in and times in. And so saying, hey, I'm going to make sure I pick up the kids so that you can go to the gym. Or I'm going to take this morning with children and you go to the gym in that morning. And I think that weekly strategy meeting mm-hmm. has really helped us to not resent each other right. when different moments of like, oh, he gets to go do this and oh there's no resenting because we talked about it Sunday night and we made sure the plan was pretty equal as far as how much personal time we had how much work time we had and how much um just just like the lay of the land look like who's carrying the weight of what responsibilities around our family and household looks like so I think that's something that's been super helpful for us in not getting frustrated and avoiding tension mm-hmm. because it's inevitable especially as married people to feel the tension. So, um, I think that has helped us avoid a lot of midweek stressors. Right. I don't know if you're going to say something. Yeah. It, it creates two things. It creates clarity and it creates unity. And something you and I learned five years into marriage is that unity always beats out disunity. And when you, when you clear that disunity out of the way, then you can be so much more productive, so much more, um, in a zone of achieving good things together. Even if that's rest, even if that's strategic unwinding after a really busy push. So to me, that's the kicker of what it does on the Sunday nights or at the beginning of the year. Personally, it's, it's a work in progress for us, right? And I love to do it before sunset on a Sunday evening so that we can really settle in, go into the Sunday evening like in a state of rest or unwinding. But yeah, there's sometimes we just have to do it or make it happen, you know, on a Sunday evening. Um, but clarity 
and unity make for a much better week, much better environment to be supportive of each other. Yeah. And then last thing I think we should just share is that whole um, green light, red light principle. Yeah. Yeah. So again, five years into marriage, I, I got to share this real quick because I was convicted because I realized I had invested more dollars into my F-150. Yes, you had. For oil changes and regular maintenance, but we hadn't really spent dollars on our marriage relationship of getting counseling therapy, et cetera. So we invested in some priceless fundamental therapy, family of origin discussions, you know, what is the, what are the lies we were telling ourselves? What is the truth we need to tell ourselves grounded and biblical principles as well too. It's priceless. Which Ow. there's a great book that we need to just acknowledge mm -hmm. that Tim and Ann Evans have written about this. Um, so look up those authors, Tim and Ann Evans, because this ministries. is their, this is their whole concept, but go ahead. Yeah. And we, we say that cause it was life changing for us. It really was. It was. Um, and it put tools in our tool belt for a, for a couple of years that were just normal life and which we'll share more in another time. Then we hit a really, you know, crisis situation with one of our children's health and all kinds of things in that though, um, we learned this basic concept of the stoplight system. And so you can think red light, yellow light, and green light. And out of that, um, when you're making any level of decisions together, you really want to aim for unity in your decision-making versus disunity. And so if there's a big thing, maybe it's investing in something or buying a home or what neighborhood you want to live in. It could even be, you know, school to which your child goes or you fill in the blank. Um, Should we start a business? Yeah, all these, all these life things, right? Which are, by the way, better decided before 10 p.m., right, on a nightly basis. Um, if you have a green light, but I'm, I still have a lot of questions, which that's very typical for us. You have big vision, big ideas. I'm like green light all the time, baby. Green light, I got an idea. And then I, I have a God-given gift, but I've had to refine it of anticipating challenges, anticipating obstacles, things that might cause trouble along the way right? So let's say you have a green light, then I have a yellow light. The idea is we keep talking through that in a healthy, respectful way and saying, um, let's talk through, you know, the pros and cons, the, the positives, the negatives, what, what, what's the benefit? What's it going to cost us? Um, however you want to put it. But then out of that, we've really tried to work to say, let's not make a big decision until we both have a green light. Um, we also try to, you know, pray, lean into it, inquire of the Lord, look beyond ourselves in our own, you know, limited but growing knowledge, but it's still limited. Um, and out of that, aim to get to that same spot of unity. Well, I was going to say something that probably our listeners are considering is, could you use the yellow light or red light almost as a form of control? Yes, you could, which is where you have to be very mindful in this practice. You have to say, okay, I know you're a green light on this. I'm going to go really think about this and pray or whatever it might be to decide why my yellow or red light exists. Is it because I want to control that situation or is it truly because I have very honest concerns? Mm -hmm. So it's important because if someone doesn't have the right heart, they can use that principle and really cause, um, like almost an always veto moment. I think you and I said, we're going to do this, but we're also very intentional about not being selfish in that process mm -hmm. and saying like, okay, this is their idea. This is what they want to do. I don't want to get greedy or selfish in my desires or, or wanting to control. And I'm going to say, you know, 
as I pray and, and inquire of the Lord or um, really consider the options, if I'm yellow or red, can those move to green if it was me out of the way? Yeah. And so, I mean, I've had friends use this just even to buy a car or um, decide if they want more children. I mean, there's so many things, but, you know, it's, it's really amazing when you yeah. think about how many decisions one of us was was red lighted on and then when we actually spent time away we came back and we're like we're sorry we don't know why we were red lighted on that i do feel green i feel green too yeah. and then we've moved forward and um also we can't blame each other yeah that's the power of it yeah so i was Unpacked gonna I, I think about how when our son had cancer we had a really big decision to make we had to decide what protocol of chemotherapy he was going to be treated with and that protocol would determine his outcome essentially <laughs> and there were several options for us there was a trial protocol that was going to be a shorter time frame but um, a lot of new drugs there's going to be a longer more proven protocol and then there was like another hospital with a whole different option so we had to think through that and not just decide, okay, which protocol do we feel good about? We, we called smart people. We called our, our friends that were in the medical field and got a lot of advice, but essentially at the end of the day, it was ultimately our decision. Mm -hmm. Like no doctor was telling us you should do this or that. It was just like, these are all the options yeah. you choose. One of the weightiest decisions we've had to make. Right. And we knew that if one of us chose a protocol without the others having a green light and our child died, that we would probably not end our marriage well yeah. because we would have the weight of it's your fault he died because I wanted the other protocol. So we made a decision to kind of lock out all the other opinions. There were a lot of them. And we said, hey, we got to really pray about this and inquire of the Lord separately, you and I, and come back together. And we had a unity on our decision. And that to me was like, no matter what happens, all our eggs are in this basket. We literally put our faith in that decision and we could not blame each other regardless of the outcome. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the power of the stoplight model is because there's a lot of, um, tit for tat kind of thing with mm -hmm. marriage is like, well, if you wouldn't have bought that truck, I told you not to. And now you're having all these problems with it versus, you know, Oh, we both had an, an agreement that that was the right thing. And we've done things like that before where we've invested yeah. our money into something that that's I can a real think, life example. Right I'm now like, now yeah. I can, we invested in something and it didn't go so well for us. Um, it was maybe a poor decision and, and, but what's cool is that we had a unity on investing that. Go ahead. Yeah. So now our, unified approaches let's figure out the best way to move on beyond this and we're not sitting here finger pointing and you know backbiting about it but i think we still have a unity of like okay didn't go as well as we hoped not yeah. the end of the world but let's figure this out together yeah, yeah it's more like we are unified in how much it sucks <laughs> we're like well we just lost a lot of money well that's 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 a bummer but it's nobody's fault it's not your fault or my fault we yeah. did that together we yeah. we messed up together so so now we're like okay pivot let's figure out how we can reinvest that money and um and uh, well what's left of it <laughs> yeah. yeah i love it well, thanks for tuning in and being on my show today, Jordan. You bet. Um, this is, again, this is the Something New Show you can watch on YouTube or anywhere podcasts are located. If you like this episode, please hit like, leave a comment, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. We'd love to see you on Instagram at the Something New Show. And we hope you guys have an awesome day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the show, rate, review, and share with a friend. Also, follow the Something New Show on Instagram and Facebook. If you want
want a fuller experience, watch the show on YouTube to help you create a life worth celebrating.